Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. This is Angie Chadden right at you, and it is so exciting to, I'm so excited to be here. It's so exciting to for you guys all to be here. <laughs> um, I can't make words today, clearly, because I'm in the feels right now. I'm in the good feels. Sid and I just had a wonderful friend chat, so much needed, which literally brings us to the point of what we want to discuss today. For episode 114, we want to talk about everything around love languages, because this is not something we've really chatted about, I want to say like ever on the podcast. So let's go ahead, jump right into it, see how Sid's doing, and then let the conversation begin. Sid, how are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing really well, actually. Really, really well. I think our friend chat before pressing record was very much needed and it really allowed us to get into a beautiful vibration for this episode. And like you said, what better topic to discuss than love languages? Because I know I shared a little bit with you beforehand, uh, but I think it's just so important to learn about each other's love languages and to learn about our own love languages and how we receive love and how we give love and how other people receive love. Because I think that's the best way to strengthen our relationship. So I'm really excited to kind of dig into this topic with you. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. So let's go ahead and just read off. or list off, I should say, the five love, love languages, because this might be completely new for somebody. They're like, what What are five love, love languages? And it's basically the act of give and, give and take, receive and give. So how we give off our love might not necessarily be the same on how we receive love. And this is exactly what we want to talk about today. And out of those five different ways, there's words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, receiving gifts, and words of affirmation. So you, you said words of affirmation twice. Oh, clearly it's so important. <laughs> quality time. Quality time is the last one. Thank you. Quality time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, Sid, go ahead, start us off and let's chat about all the things. Okay. So the way that I receive love, I had a breakthrough moment earlier this week in the way that I receive love. And 
I used to believe that I received love through words of affirmation. So people telling me, I love you, people saying, wow, you've done such a great job. People complimenting me. Like anytime someone speaks words of kindness and compassion or affirmation, that's how I would receive love. And I realized earlier this week, I think that I mean, I don't know, maybe it's possible that our love languages change and shift as we change and evolve. Mm. I, and if so, I think mine has shifted. And I think the reason why the way that I received love in the past was words of affirmation was because I had my own insecurities and I had my own self-doubt and I really looked towards external validation to believe I was a good person and I was a kind person. I didn't always talk to myself in a loving way. I had judgments and like the thoughts in my mind weren't always the kindest. And so I think in the past, receiving words of affirmation allowed me to feel love. Whereas now I'm recognizing that not everyone's words match their actions Mm -hmm. and somebody can tell you something, but it's not actually the vibe that you pick up on. And so my breakthrough moment earlier this week was kind of that recognition of like, Hey, I'm receiving words of affirmation from someone but I'm not actually feeling love. And so it made me in meditation have that recognition that I think my love language has changed. And it's not, I think we receive love in all of the love languages. I think some are higher than others. So I think I'm recognizing that acts of service is actually above words of affirmation on the way that I receive love now, because I think Like they always say, like, don't take someone's words for face value, like see what their actions are first or the vibe that they're giving off. And so in meditation, I had a reflection on a bunch of different things that have happened in my life where somebody has acted in a kind way to me and how I've received that as love. So for instance, my aunt for many years stored a lot of my belongings in her basement And I realized, oh my gosh, that was an act of service for her. And it was a beautiful way for me to receive love for her. So yeah, I think in my own growth, as I am a lot kinder to myself in the way that I speak to myself, and I'm not looking for external validation as a people pleaser anymore, I'm validating myself internally. I think the way that I receive love has shifted and I'd way rather somebody take action for me to Mm -hmm. show their love for me um, than somebody just telling me that they love me. A hundred percent. And to kind of piggyback that thought too, um, like about how it shifts and stuff over time. um, So this has been said to me and I, and I firmly believe it because I've had to move through this personally in my life too, is how we've the, sorry, the lack of love that we've received as a child is most likely the love we're wanting to receive as an adult in our adult life. And it, it makes sense because how we're talking, how you're talking about all these like shifts and stuff. I, I, I want to talk about mine too, because mine have shifted. And it's funny because like, I had to write them down and I'm like, wait a second. It's kind of like all of them, some of them, they shifted this, this, that, and all the things. And, and I kind of want to like re reiterate this because 
it makes so much sense why things are the way that they are. And growing up, my mom was not physically present in my life because she was out working all the time. She was a flight attendant, so was gone for like days at a time. But what she would always do is bring back gifts. She would always bring back gifts from whatever country she was in. And it was always like something we would do. I would always receive gifts on like, obviously like birthdays and Christmas, but like Easter, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, like all the random holidays to essentially make up for the time lost. So then for me, when I grew up, I thought that giving love meant that you also had to give gifts, right? Because that's how I received it. So then I was always giving, like gifting my friends stuff for their birthdays or just like random. And I was like, this is for you. I love you. Like I'm thinking about you because that's how I received it growing up. Whereas like now I'm kind of like, um, there's a little bit of a disconnect because the way I receive love in, in the past, I used to, I used to think it was also, I was going to say words of affirmation, but I never really, here's the thing. I don't really know. <laughs> and it's okay for me not to know this a hundred percent because I was trying to like figure this out. And I don't really know how I receive love because we talked about this in the past words of affirmation. Like I'm, I'm the same with you Sid. like actions are way more based off of a judgment of character than someone's words, because someone's words are just at the end of the day, just words. Whereas Mm -hmm. actions is like the intent, like there's follow through with what is then said. And that's, there's so much more power that lies within that. So I would definitely like agree now that acts of service would be there, but there was a time in my past where physical touch kind of lied in there. And I realized that I also like, I didn't, I didn't receive a lot of physical touch because again, my, my mom was absent for most of my childhood. So remember I, how I started off that conversation where you usually want what you don't have. And that's why I'm kind of thinking maybe physical touch is how I want to receive it now. Cause me giving it is definitely not in the same capacity. Um, so yeah, I have an idea <laughs> I, and, and this might not resonate with you or it might, but as you were talking a lot about this and I was reflecting on you know, our friendship and the friendship that I know you have with one of our friends and like some other connections and relationships in your life. I, and I almost feel like maybe your way of receiving love is quality time. Mm. It's like, like somebody actually desiring to just spend time with you mm-hmm. and it not being like, you don't even have to be doing anything. You could just be eating dinner. You could just be watching a TV show together, but being in the same space as each other, like choosing to have that time spending together, like camping was, is huge for you. And I remember in, in past relationships for you, that was a great way for you to connect with your partner. And so I don't, is that, does that resonate with you? That quality of time? You know, what's funny. I was thinking that, and then I wrote everything down, but that for whatever reason. Hmm. And it's funny because like, I'm in a position just personally right now in my life where I'll be honest, like I am so busy that it's like, where, where do you find time to like sleep, eat and like think even, and it's, it's been a little overwhelming for me. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest on that, but this whole idea of quality time, I'm like, how can I receive it if I can't give it? And that was, that was obviously ego that immediately came forward when I was thinking that when I was kind of writing things out and I'm like, something feels a little off because I can't give 
time because I barely even have something like I barely even have that for myself. So then why would it then be okay for me to receive that? And then that goes back into like our worthiness and how we see ourselves. And I think that's so important to, for me to highlight just for me personally, um, because things don't have to be the same for what, like, yes, it's give and take, but it doesn't have to be the exact same thing. Just because someone gave you a hug doesn't mean you need to give them a hug back. Just because someone gave you a gift doesn't mean you have to give them a gift back. You can give them a hug back. You can say, thank you. Like little things like that. And, um, yeah, so I'm really glad you said that actually. Yeah. Cause I believe that the way that we receive love and the way that we give love is actually different. You're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path, but you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. I was just saying, like, I think I receive love now at this stage of my life through acts of service. I know I give love through physical touch. Like anytime my brother's visiting, I scratch his back. And that like, mm-hmm. like, I don't sit there and tell him, I love you. I don't do a bunch of jobs for him. I don't give him gifts. I like, we will have quality time with each other or I'll have some sort of physical touch, right? Like same with my mm-hmm. parents, like with my mom, I'll snuggle up against her on the couch. And that's something that I was bro- I was raised in. I was raised in a family that focused on physical touch. Like my mom's way of giving love is physical touch. My brother's way of giving love is physical touch. My dad's is definitely gift giving. But like that space that allowed for physical touch, I think is what grew my concept of, oh, I show love through physical touch, Mm -hmm. right? It's like when I see friends that I haven't seen in a long time, like I want to give them the biggest hug that I can give them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for you in that recognition of how, how can I receive it if I can't give it? Well, there's definitely like some resistance there, right? If, if quality time is how you receive love, then no wonder you're so busy all the time because you're not, you're not actually allowing yourself to receive it because you believe you can't give it. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you recognize, Oh wait, no, I actually give love in a different way. I totally see you being a gift giver. Like you bought me lunch for my birthday last year and you live on the other side of the country. And like, I didn't buy you anything for your birthday. Cause like, that's not my way of showing love. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause I, I would still think that that's the same, but then I think there was some, some wounds that definitely needed to be healed in these past two years about gift giving, but not even past two years, but past, like, I would say past like four or five years. Um, because my, I'll be honest, money was a very, very big hard, difficult topic to talk about in that long term, that previous long-term relationship that I was in. So it was like taboo to talk about gifts and stuff. So then it was weird. Cause I felt this like disconnect with who I am as a person. I'm like, but that's just, 
<laughs> that's how that's how I do it. Like, what do you mean? So it, it's it's funny that you bring that up again. Because like, I love this though because I think that really ties into the next aspect of love languages. I think it's not only important to know how we give love and receive love ourselves, but I think it's really important to know how the other person in our relationship receives love, right? Because like, Green. if I give love through physical touch. And I don't live near you, Ange, being my best friend. Like, how can I show you that I love you? And even if I did live near you and you didn't receive love through physical touch, no matter how much I hugged you, it wouldn't fulfill the cup on feeling like I loved you because that's not how you receive love. So even if your way of love is to give gifts, your ex, if his way of receiving love was not gift giving, then no wonder there was a disconnect in that relationship because you kept wanting to give gifts and he kept saying, stop spending money on me or whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like. Right. So I think it's as our friends, our family members, our partners, our spouses, even our coworkers, like anyone that you want to show love to, it's really important that you're showing love to them in the way that they receive love. Because if you're showing it in the way that you naturally give love, they may not be receiving it. You may feel like you're giving that person so much love, but they may feel like you're not giving them love at all because you're not giving it in the way that they tend to receive it. Of course. But you know what I think is super important too to highlight in, in any sort of relationship is is, is knowing that like, it's not the same from what you give to what you receive and for not only yourself, but for like in an actual relationship. So it's important to, to at least express that in some sort of conversation. Um, because I'm a firm believer that any relationship there's a, there's a baseline and there's only two things that truly matter. And that's communication and trust without communication. There can't be trust without trust. There can't be any communication. So those need to go hand in hand. So we need to trust that through, through conversation, we will be able to express what we need to, in order for us to feel fulfilled. That being said, the way that we give love to show somebody else that we love them, it doesn't mean we can't do that anymore, but maybe create a conversation and just say, Hey, I'm still going to get buy you that gift, but I'm also going to give you more hugs knowing that that's how you receive love. That right there is such a genuine way of conversing with another human being to show them, Hey, I'm still going to give you what you want, but I'm also going to give you what I want to give you. And like that right there is so beautiful and so powerful because it's just so genuine, like bottom line. Well, and I think that really is what it comes down to having that conversation about it, because the way that you give love is second nature. Like it's just naturally how you show someone love. So you're not even thinking about it. You're not even thinking about it. You're just naturally behaving. So if you're trying to only show someone love the way they receive it, and it's not your natural way of giving love, it's so much harder. It's so much harder to turn that into a habit and a behavior. Mm -hmm. So that person could feel like you're never giving them love, even though you're trying with all your might, but it's not coming out as naturally as your normal way of giving love. So mm-hmm. I love what you're saying, Ange, because having that, that conversation of like, 
Hey, I know you receive this love this way. And I'm going to try my hardest to give love to you in that way. And I want you to know that this is naturally how I give love. So even though it's not naturally how you receive love, try your hardest to remember that when I'm showing up in this light, it's me offering love to you. I think in all relationships, there needs to be a balance there, a harmony, right? We're, mm. you, you can't expect someone to show up in the way that you need every single time. You have to acknowledge that they're a different person. And so they're naturally going to show up in a different way. And we have to learn to accept people in those spaces. So like as much as we can ch- change and try our hardest to be our best for somebody else, ultimately we have to be our best for ourselves first. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs, yet still feel like there is nothing working? Lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day, and the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today. 100%. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, as much as I want to continue, I intentionally want to keep this short because we are going to be, should should I say it now or after the card reading? I think you can say it now. Yeah? Okay, let's say it now. We are going to be taking an intentional break for the month of April, and we are so excited because, bottom line, we're just so excited. We are so excited because there is so many shifts that need to be happening personally, um, of course, individually, but even together. And then that being said, we have so much in store for you guys, and we need the time to put all those things together. So, That being said, we will have one episode. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say this actually works beautifully for today's topic, because if your way of receiving love is quality time Mm. and you feel like you're really busy lately and you don't have a lot of time, this is almost a way that I'm showing you love by saying, hey, let's take a break in the podcast so you can have more time. If my way of receiving love is acts of service, this is almost a way that you are showing me love because you're saying, hey, let's commit more time to our friendship in a personal level rather than a professional level. Yes. (laughs) Oh, this this is great. Everything tied it so beautifully. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we are going to be... This, well, this episode, you'll be listening to it the first week of April. This will be the only episode launched in April. So don't be expecting anything until um, May. Oh my God, May. Wow. That is crazy. May, May, May. Um, As I said that, I'm a little superstitious. My right palm is itchy. Oh, right means receive. So I'm receiving all the things, all the abundance, whatever that looks like. So Anyways, I'm going to stop chitter-chattering. Sid, let's jump into that card reading and see what type of guidance is needed for all of us today. Yes, I love it. I love it so much. Also, before I pull a card, we've never taken a break from the podcast. So I think it's amazing that we've consistently gone this long. Um, And I think it's also really good for our 
personal relationship to take a little step back and get refocused on what it is we're bringing to the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. So just shuffling up the cards here and just asking, you know, what do we need to know right now in our lives? Is there a piece of guidance or wisdom that is coming forward for the collective that we can carry forward with us? Oh my gosh, just had like 20 cards spill. So just give me a second here. Uh, What do we need to know today? Oh, wow. These cards are really struggling right now. So I'm just going to reshuffle them this way and get nice and centered. I'm telling you. A message wants to come out, but it wants to be the right one. I love it. Okay. We just had three cards. Yes, three cards. Perfect. That's a good amount. (laughs) That's a good amount. (laughs) We're going to be walking away for a little bit. This is just so perfect. The very first card is traveler, move in a new direction. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't help but laugh. This card, it can meet, you can view it from two different perspectives. You can see it as physically, like you're going to be moving to a new house. You're going to be moving careers. There's going to be an external shift that takes place. This card can also say internally moving in a new direction. You are needing to create an internal shift in order for the external shifts to take place in the way that you want them to. So perfect that this is coming forward as you and I have decided to take a step back from the podcast for a moment, um, because we're creating an external shift in order for an internal shift to take place so the external can move in a new direction. So this is just a reminder for all of us right now that like cycles are shifting, things are changing. Don't Don't just sit around and wait for the change to happen. Start Mm -hmm. reflecting internally, you know, what can I do to show up differently for myself? How can I support myself in a different way? Where am I carrying resistance internally? And how can I see things from a different perspective or create some sort of shift in the direction that I'm moving in? The second card is medicine guardian. Be open to healing information. So it's basically saying that this, direction that you're shifting, this internal shift, this external shift, it will guide you to healing information. It will guide you to understand what needs to be healed and what direction you need to take to create a life that is filled with wellness, right? So there's definitely something in your actions or in your environment that has been happening that is not supporting you, which is why you're being asked to move in a new direction. And as you move in this new direction, you're going to be gaining information on how to heal and how to continue to heal to be your best self. The third and final card, 
of course, is water guardian, connect with your emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's saying that this internal shift and the, in, the healing information that's going to be coming forward is going to be connected to your emotions. You need to start paying attention to when are you feeling angry? Because whatever it is that's causing that anger, there's a shift that needs to take place and there's something healing that you need to move through. Maybe an old wound is being triggered, right? Where are you frustrated? Where is there annoyance popping up in your life? This, these messages are very much connected and is giving us a beautiful description, kind of how to move through the next month. We are creating an internal shift. And as we create that internal shift, healing information is going to come about. That healing information is going to come out while we're connecting to our emotions. And it's going to guide us to better understanding who we are so we can continue to grow into the best version of ourselves. Perfect. Perfect, perfect messages for, it's almost like one for each week. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So really hope that you guys enjoyed today's topic. I hope that our conversation on love languages and the processing of how we understand our own love languages and how we show up in our own lives, maybe inspires you to look at how you receive love, how you give love, and to start having conversations with your friends or your spouses or your partners so you can create a more loving relationship and you can connect to each other in a much deeper way. As always, thank you so much for being here. Make sure you subscribe, whether that's on the podcast player that you're listening to or on YouTube. So you're notified when we come back with a brand new episode after our little hiatus. We hope that you don't miss us too much. I mean, there's 114 episodes. So if you don't want to miss us, go back and re-listen to some of the old ones because it might be a beautiful message that you need to hear in your life right now. Thank you so much for being committed to this community that we've created and um, being committed to the podcast, just like we are committed. We're taking a break so we can come back to you with more inspiration, more motivation, more healing, and just good vibes. So we are sending you so much love, light, strength, and blessings as you move through the next month of your life. And we cannot wait to come back even better than before. Yay. Thank you. And we will see and chat with you guys next month. Bye. Bye.